Hey guys, what's up? We're back with a new series. I'm Caroline, if you're new, and welcome to the As Always podcast. We are a 100% transparent podcast, which means there's no editing to our audio, so what we say is what you get. For this episode, I recorded in my car because I just felt the Lord calling me to just talk and speak. So I did, and I talked for 20-something minutes. This series is going to be so cool. It's called In His Image, and we're going to talk about that in just a second. So, of course, let's jump right in. Hey, y'all. What's up? It's Caroline with the As Always podcast. Welcome to our new series, In His Image. This series is so cool because we get to talk to so many different people about what it looks like to be built by God in His image, but uniquely for each and every one of us. Of course, with these series, I always open up just talking solo so I can give you all my experience in this topic with the Lord. And if you're not a Christian or if you're not familiar, um, in Genesis, basically talks about, you know, God creating the world and how he created man in his image. So throughout this whole series, we're just going to talk about for each person how we've learned how God has created us for the kingdom and kind of what we learn kind of about ourselves through God and through the word, which is really cool. I learned a lot in the past year. 2020 was crazy, duh, but I definitely learned a lot about myself and how God created me, especially in ways that I didn't expect and honestly ended up being the opposite. I've talked about this before that I honestly thought for the longest time that I was not equipped for the kingdom, that I was not built um, for ministry or to spread the gospel in any way. I thought that I was built to just work, be a mom, which is great. I hope I get to do that one day. But I never thought that who I was and what I experienced in my life was going to be good enough to tell other people about God, which is just simply not true. So now I'm going to kind of tell you all what I've learned that God equipped me with so that I am able to spread the gospel and spread the word. It's funny because right before I, I started recording this podcast, I got to spend a week with my boyfriend. We're long distance, so I got to spend some time with him in Alabama. And there were a couple times, if you know me, you know that I cry at like the simplest things. Um, I cry at cows, at puppies. I have really strong empathy, like watching a movie, reading things on Facebook. TikToks really get me sometimes if it's something really emotional. If I see someone else hurting, like I start hurting. And that's just something I've experienced kind of my whole life. Um, it's come out more in the past year. But I used to think that I was too sensitive and I had too much empathy. And I'm like, these kind of things just shouldn't rock me as much. However, in the past couple of months, I've actually gained a lot of friendships. Thankfully, um, through COVID, it's hard to socialize. But I've made a bunch of new friends and met a lot of people through the podcast. And I've realized that this empathy that I've always had, that's not just, you know, dramatic, but this empathy that I've had for people my whole life has enabled me to love all my friends and family better and honestly speak truth into them, which is not something I thought that I was capable of doing. Um, in my last podcast in the Christmas special, I kind of talked about how I used to be really pessimistic and really negative for a long time. And recently, I've become more of an optimist. And I like to think of the positive side of things. And that mixed in with the empathy that I have for others has really, truly strengthened my friendships, my relationships, even my family. And that in and of itself has given me a door that opens to share the gospel with my friends, with my family, which has been amazing to watch and to see and has also strengthened my ability to talk about the gospel. If you're a Christian, I know it can be really hard to just 
share the gospel on a daily basis and talk about it, especially when you feel like you don't know as much as you should. Um, that's what encouraged me the most to get into the word this year is because I was like, I'm, people are asking me questions and I really just don't know the answers, which is okay. You don't need to know all the answers. But I was just like, I just don't, I want to be able to point on them. and I want to be able to know what to say, but I just don't. So if you need some kind of encouragement to get into your word this year, let that be your encouragement that maybe one day someone who's not a Christian is going to ask you something and you just want to know. And th- that's me, at least. I just want to be able to know and speak truth. Um, so, but that's been a really cool thing this year, not only on the podcast, but, you know, in person with people around me, um, even in my internship um, this month, I get to start an internship at my church, which is amazing and so cool. And some of my closest friends now are like 20 years older than me, which is really cool. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but it's the coolest thing ever. And I love those people and even just getting to communicate with them in the way that I have. I've never experienced that before. And just being able to openly talk about my relationship with God and the word and being honest and vulnerable. I've never gotten experience that until recently. So that's really cool. And getting to see how that's how God created our hearts is to get to share the gospel that way and how that is natural. And like we are capable of doing that is something very new to me. A lot of people grew up in different church circumstances, um, depending on where you grew up or what you learned or your family dynamic, your faith could be really quiet and it could be something that you don't discuss. And it's not something that you post on social media or get emotional about, um, which that's totally, everyone's faith is different. That's totally fine. Um, but for me personally, I didn't want my faith to be that way anymore. I was just used to being kind of quiet about my faith. Like, you know, going to church on Sundays, going to youth group, but not really, talking much about it, you know, kind of just internally shaming people who didn't seem Christ-like enough and just carrying on with my life. That's what my faith looked like for the longest time. And then being able to experience God through other people who were, had more freedom in their faith and were more vulnerable, that allowed me to be more vulnerable. So that was a huge thing I learned recently as well is that God created me to be someone who's open about my emotions. Ask my friends, ask my family. I am like, I was a lot crazier when I was younger, but like I got a big mouth and I'm loud and I can get kind of hyper and crazy. I've always been that way. Um, but being able to have that personality and pair it with the gospel is interesting. And if anything, it's a catalyst for it. And I never saw it that way. I was like, I'm too crazy. I got too many issues. I'm kind of psycho. Like, there's no way um, that people are going to listen to me. But to be perfectly honest, like, I love meeting new people. I love making friends. And having that kind of personality gives me even more opportunity to talk to people about the gospel. And if you're the opposite of me and you're just like, you're not really outgoing and you're quieter, I'm going to be so honest with you. My boyfriend is such a blessing because he is just like this humble, like spirit. He's crazy like me too. Don't get me wrong. Sorry, Jacob. I'm exposing you. He's cray cray, but he is the most comforting and like warm place to be in when I need somebody. And if you have that kind of soul, you have that kind of demeanor. Let me just tell you now, you are the most amazing person to have in just a friend of God because you are able to speak so much truth and love and get to calm people down. It's hard for me to calm my friends down. I feel like because I'm going to get hyped up with them. Like if my friend's upset, I'm probably going to get upset. 
So if you have a different personality than me, that's great because you just work for the kingdom differently and you're built different to do that. And that's the whole point. Because if we were all built the same, I don't think a lot would get done. I'm not going to lie to you. We're all built completely different because that's how we're supposed to be. Each and every one of us has our own separate purpose and that's how it should be. And that's also a hill I had to climb over because I have always struggled with comparison for years. doesn't matter if it was someone on social media, if it was my friend, someone in my family. I always compared myself physically, mentally, emotionally because I wanted to be more like them. If someone was successful or happy or pretty, I wanted to reach that standard and I wanted to be better. I wanted to do better. And it wasn't until I accepted my uniqueness that I was like, hey, I'm pretty cool too. I can do things my own way. And maybe some of these things aren't working out and aren't succeeding because they aren't being done in a different way. And that's kind of where my podcast came into play. And I want, I just realized like, you know, I can do my own thing with this and see where it goes, which is fabulous and amazing. So don't think that you have to follow everybody else, everyone else's footsteps to spread the gospel or even in school. I realized for myself that college, college isn't for everybody. Um, don't get me wrong. I love school, but I am graduating a year early just because for me and who I am, I'm just done with school for now, at least. And I started school with a major that I honestly had no interest in. And I'm to the point where I'm like, I just want to graduate so I can do new things. But I still have to be thankful for the time that I've gotten to spend in the education that I've gained because that's so important and that's a privilege to have. But like me, don't feel like that you need to follow in everyone else's footsteps and do all the quote unquote right things to succeed in life because succeeding looks very different. And that's another thing I want to touch on is success looks so different in so many different ways. I feel like we measure success um, by, you know, the way things look and by numbers and dollars. You know what I'm saying? You make more money, you're happier. You have more friends, you're happier. You get to do more things, go more places, you're happier which is just simply not true. They may be fun, trust me. I love to travel and I love shopping. Those are my favorite things, but those aren't things that bring you joy. And I've also touched on this about how happiness and joy are two very different things and how we are so lucky and so blessed that God brings us true and pure joy. And I realized recently that my body simply cannot run off of temporary happiness and a schedule. So the way that God made me to be perfectly honest is I didn't realize that I was like super tedious in a schedule and planning person because I'm really not like I'm honestly kind of lazy and I'm still go with the flow. But recently I've noticed my entire life I have been a planner and I'm super tedious and I've mentioned that my anxiety in the past, but it makes so much sense to me now that my anxiety raged in areas when I didn't have a good schedule or I didn't know what was about to happen. So even now, like I get super anxious about the future. I talk about that all the time. Like I'm always nervous and just want to know what's going to happen next, which is not, you know, that's not going to happen. I'm never going to know what tomorrow holds, but I try my best to do that. God made me that way. And I'm not sure why. I don't think we'll ever know, but 
in a sense, it is really a blessing because there are a lot of things that not a blessing to me and I've seen through others. I used to think it was really irritating and I was like, I'm annoying all of my friends and all of my family because I need to know what's going on at all times and I'm on my own schedule and that's annoying. But I had one of my friends sit me down recently and been like, girl, I'm so thankful that you are just like, you like to plan things out and you like to look into the future because there's so many things that I would completely forget about and that just would be a mess if I didn't think of those things like you did. And I'm not saying that to be like, wow, you should be a planner like me. But I was just saying that because for a long time, I felt like the way that I planned things was a burden. And I thought that I was excessive and I would try to ignore those things so I could accommodate everyone else, which to an extent, you know, I don't need to be overbearing and be caring and knowledgeable of everyone else's emotions. Um, But having a friend who also loves God speak truth into me and being like, hey, this is the way that God made you. And honestly, it's helpful and it has helped me in a way. Her just saying that that one time changed my perspective on my personality for the rest of my life. Because, yes, it can be a lot sometimes, but I'm doing better in managing it. But just her speaking truth into me and being positive about it changed my perspective on why I am the way I am. I'm like, I don't want to be anxious all the time. And I don't want to worry about all these things constantly. Like, God, why'd you make me this way? I hate feeling like this all the time. But sometimes it can be helpful. And that's a blessing. You know, I got to work on it a little bit more so it doesn't stress me out as much. But got to be positive on the other end of things and know that in some way, shape, or form, I was made that way and that characteristic about myself is helpful at least once in my life. And that's enough for me, to be perfectly honest. Big thing I'm going to talk about is my self and body image. I'm sure you saw that coming. You had to because why would I not talk about that? I talk about it all the time. If you're not familiar with my story, um, I have struggled with body image and just eating issues for a while, probably about six years. And it's something I'm not necessarily on the tail end of. I don't like to say that's something I'll completely overcome right now because I don't want to, you know, tell you that if you follow these steps, you'll be done and you'll be fine because this experience is different for everybody. But I do want to tell you what I have learned from my community and from God recently about myself. I actually was looking through my pictures of 2020 this past year because I just wanted to look through them. I was being a little sentimental and I wanted to find a couple pictures that just you know brought me a lot of joy to share and I was looking back at those pictures and I was like oh my gosh I was like I was like tiny and I've been tiny before um like in high school I I did not eat like barely enough um and last year I looked back at my pictures and I was like wow I was tiny and this year I look back and I'm like wow I was tiny like all these moments where I thought that I needed to lose weight was when I was like itty bitty and for the past couple of years, when I keep looking back and I keep seeing about how small I was, I'm like, ugh. I was like, I'm, I don't look that way anymore. And that's so annoying. And I was like, I was tiny and didn't even know it. But this year, I was looking at those photos and not a negative view of like, thank goodness I'm not tiny anymore. I looked at a view of like, my body could not like carry the weight of life last year. I was so tired and exhausted and depressed last year and my body literally could not mentally or physically carry me 
through life and I was still on my antidepressants, my anxiety medication and it was genuinely hard to get up every single day. I can't tell you how many times I missed class because I just was exhausted because my body had no fuel, I had no energy and I had no life in me. And all the life I was pushing out, which is coming from a place of, I didn't want my friends to be worried about me, so let's act like we're okay. But now, I genuinely want to take care of myself because I have learned that God has given me a purpose and He chose me and He handpicked me and said, hey, you're gonna grow the kingdom, so let's see you do it. No matter what it is, you're gonna go and you're gonna do something great for this world. So be positive and let's, let's build you up. So in this past year, getting to learn how to actually take care of my diet and get adequate exercise even if it's not enough quite yet i would like to be stronger because i still struggle a lot with just being weak every single day because for years i haven't been nourishing my body well but still learning how to just be better to my body and i haven't weighed myself in a really long time and i think i weighed myself a couple weeks ago and i think i gained like five pounds and I was like, okay. And I finally looked in the mirror one day and like compared my body this year to last year, you know, not in a negative way, but just seeing like, you know what actually changed? And I kind of freaked out for a second. So I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I gained muscle. I was like, I have like muscles now. I was like, I haven't had muscles since ever. Like even when I played sports, like I still was itty bitty and I didn't have muscles. And I was like, I actually like have muscles. Like this is why I have like, you know, energy and I can move and I can do things now. Like, I simply, I'm not lying to you, I would get lightheaded in the mornings because the sun was so bright. I was like, I hate this. Going up and down steps was hard for me. You know, hanging out with friends and walking around in the market was hard for me because I could not take care of myself and I just, I wasn't built for living very well. And just by knowing what God has planned for me and what God wants for me in the future, that in of itself encouraged me to take care of myself because if I can't take care of myself, I can't fulfill the promises that he has for me. If I don't take care of myself, then I'm not strong enough to even just do day in and day out things. I wanted to be able to love my friends and family better. I wanted to be able to be more positive and have more energy. I wanted to be a light and not be a burden to my friends and family anymore. I simply just wanted to take my life back because I let myself get so weighed down by sin and just felt so sorry for myself. And I was like, you know what? You're a piece of trash. It doesn't matter what you eat today because we're just going to go to school. We're going to wake up, go to school, do what we need to do, and we're going to go to bed. And that was the extent of my life. There was nothing positive going in or coming out of it. And that was simply because I didn't see the promise and the faith and the good that was coming from God and what he had planned for me. And the more that I saw the truth from him and the more that I got into my word and the more encouraged I was, I was like, nope. I was like, I'm literally a kid. I've got so much time. I've got so much life left. We're going to do a lot more than what we've been doing. And if you're like me, it doesn't matter what end of the spectrum you're on and you just don't feel like you are physically equipped day in and day out to do good, you're not alone. I know it, to some extent this probably sounds bad, but there's nothing wrong with changing your daily habits if you simply just do not feel good. 
I used to honestly get sick because I couldn't eat normal food because I wasn't used to it. And that is just awful and it's so hard. And when you don't feel physically well, it really affects your mental health. And that affected me for years. It affected my grades, it affected my relationships, it affected my driving. Like there were times where I would get exhausted just driving from one place to another, which is scary, but it's the truth. And not everyone's body is different. I'll tell you that right now. Like what I eat and what I do for my body, I'm not saying it's going to work for somebody else. But if you have a bad relationship with your body and you just do not have energy and you're just like, you day in and day out, you don't feel well and you can't enjoy food. I'm telling you right now, you don't have to live the rest of your life right that, like that. My, I still have, you know, a hard relationship with my body. We're not best friends. We're still working on it. Um, there's still sometimes when I eat things that my body just rejects it, even though I want it so bad, but it gets better. There are, I can't even name you how many foods I used to not be able to eat that I get to enjoy every day now, or even just like activities that I knew that I couldn't do because I would be exhausted doing them. Even just waking up early, I used to not be able to wake up um, before 11 o'clock. Like that was just not possible for me. All of my classes needed to be at like 1 p.m. and later. That was my life because I just could not get out of bed. And now I can set my alarm for any time and just go, which I haven't experienced really ever, like for years, which is amazing. And being excited and encouraged to start a new day and getting to see what I learn about God every day is something that is new for me. I know a lot of my friends have known that I've been a Christian for years, which is true. I've known God my whole life, but it hasn't been until this past year, year and a half, where I truly saw that He did love me and had a purpose for me, and He is a Savior. And I'm telling you right now, you are built for the kingdom. You are loved. You are built in such a unique way that nobody else in the world can build the kingdom and love like you can. That was something that was said to me by a friend, and I haven't forgotten it to this day because it is so true. It might sound cliche, and you're probably like, Caroline, whatever, you just have to say that because you love Jesus and you have a podcast and you want to be positive. But no, I mean it. The kingdom is built uniquely and different for every person for a reason. Like I said earlier, no one is as equipped as you are in your field. If we all had the same job, like, let's think about this. If we were all farmers and just farmed, great. We would have food, we'd have resources, like, in that way, shape, or form, great. But no one worked in automotives. You know, we all have, a lot of people have cars. How are we going to get anywhere? What if our cars break and we don't know how to do that? We can't get to our jobs. So how's that going to work? Everyone has a different job and it's built in a different way for a reason because it helps the whole kingdom work. I truly mean it and I hope you believe it. If any of these things that I've talked about today you struggle with or it's just something that got you thinking a little bit, pray about it. Even if you're not a Christian, just think about it. It could be something tugging on your heart for a reason. Even if you're not a Christian, I say this every time because all my listeners are different. You're built uniquely too. This doesn't just apply 
to Christians, if you don't know the Lord quite yet, that's okay. He built you differently as well. Know that and really just sit on it, think about it, pray about it, and know that this is a process too. Coming to terms and loving how you were made is a process. It's not something overnight. It's taken me many years and I'm still working on it. We are human, we are broken, and that's okay. Lord knows that and that's what he is here for. The rest of the series is amazing. So excited that y'all get to hear from some other believers as well and get to hear how God equipped them for the kingdom. You guys are awesome. I'll talk to you so soon. And as always, I'm Caroline. Great.